Thanks to Indeed for supporting the Apple Bits XL. Right now, small businesses have to be more efficient than ever. Every hire is critical. Go to Indeed, the number one job site in the world. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash AppleBits. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. All right, everybody. Let's get to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the Apple Bits XL. Brian Tong here, a.k.a. BTZ. For everything good and bad inside the world of Apple, welcome, everybody. This is a little bit of a different show. I actually made a trip up to the Bay Area. I drove, so that's why we weren't able to get this out on its normal day, just a day later, but that's okay. Thanks so much to all of you for hanging out. And the other thing is that it might sound a little different, because I forgot to bring my mic with me. So we're actually going to do this whole podcast using the MacBook Pro 16-inch. I just have the laptop open. Unfortunately, the fan is running a little hot. So that's why you might hear some background, a little airiness. But other than that, I'm literally just talking directly next to a MacBook Pro. So that gives you a little reference of the setup we have here. But lots of news, lots of big things coming. I mean, we're just on the cusp of another Apple keynote. They sent out the invite for one more thing. The official announcement will happen on November 10th. That is Tuesday at 10 a.m. So we'll get to those specifics. But even, I guess, more recent than that was the fact that Apple finally had their pre-orders on Friday at 5 a.m. for the iPhone mini and the iPhone 12 Max Pro. Sorry, iPhone 12 mini and iPhone 12 Max Pro. Now, a few media outlets actually got a little bit of in-person limited time at like a warehouse or some sort of setup that Apple did out in New York. And there weren't too many observations other than the fact that the Mini feels real good in hand, even with those boxier corners that made it feel a little wider for me. I mean, I've, I've heard a lot of people kind of react whether in both directions. Some people like how it feels better because the square corners make it easier for them to grip. Other people say ah, it feels a little wider than my previous phone. So again, when I say something or feel a certain way, I don't expect everyone to feel the same way. This is a review. And, you know, we all have different feelings about that. But that is one of those things that just stuck out right away. Now, the reviewers also said that the iPhone 12 Pro Max, like, was really large. Large and in charge. Felt really big. Is really big. And I'm really curious to see it. We will, let's see, the pre-orders happened at 5 a.m. I put in my pre-orders. I don't know if Apple's going to magically send me any units, but we will find out. I mean, I've just can gonna gonna wait it out and whatnot but people did get a chance to at least check them out and it's everything you expect but they didn't get extensive time to review them or even really do big time camera comparisons with the 12 pro max because that's what i'm most excited about i'm really curious to see how much better it actually is now we also had the homepod mini finally on pre-order 99 dollars in white and space gray even though it looks black That will be $99 for the HomePod Mini. Now, the difference here is that the iPhone 12 Mini and iPhone 12 Max Pro, those will be available on November the 13th. That is their official launch shipping date. The HomePod Minis will be November the 16th. So that'll be crossing over to the following week. Apple also put up some new items on sale. The MagSafe Duo Charger. I don't know if you remember that. That was kind of like that little white 
flat thing that opens up. I don't want to say like a wallet, but kind of opens up to lay on a table. You can kind of pop up a stand that charges both the Apple Watch and an iPhone 12, or I guess basically, yeah, because it's going to do it through MagSafe. Now, here's the thing that's interesting about it. The price for this MagSafe Duo Charger, which looks really slick, $129. It will also include a USB-C to Lightning cable, just like the iPhones, but it will not include the $19 20-watt charger again. So, if you want that charger, if you want this portable on the go, which most of you would probably treat this device if you're someone um, that travels a lot. I know we're not traveling as much, but just in general, people on business on the go, this device makes sense to help you charge. You're still going to have to buy the power adapter for it unless you plug it into your computer if you happen to have a portable or a device with a USB-C port on it. Again, you know how I feel about the whole charger thing, but you will have to pay an additional 19 bucks for that 20-watt charger to go along with the MagSafe Duo charger, and then it comes with the cable. Also, the iPhone leather sleeve. This is the case that has not come out. They showed it off. It kind of has that peekaboo hole to see the time. It's still in, it kind of encapsulates the entire phone. It has the MagSafe on the backside. That's going to sell retail $129. These two items, the Duo charger and the leather sleeve, are not available yet, but are available for pre-order. And then Apple also released the leather case, kind of like their silicone case, but the leather backing. What was interesting is that they did warn, like we had heard earlier, that over time the MagSafe charger puck could leave indentions on the backside of the phone case because it's leather, it's softer, that pressure will kind of press on the leather over time and kind of leave a mark. Well, they even included images of that mark and what it'll look like on the case. And I, I think they kind of did that just to set expectations so people don't get mad about it later. So if you go check out the iPhone leather case on the Apple store, it has the indention mark on the back of it and tells people to be aware of it. So those are the things that were available on sale. I'm super really intrigued, not only about the iPhone 12 mini, but the iPhone 12 Pro Max. Did I call it the Max Pro earlier? iPhone 12 Pro Max. See how these things get all jumbled in my head? Whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. Up to that point, some of you are probably like, dude, it's not the Max Pro, it's the Pro Max. Well, that ain't Pro, bro. I got it wrong. It's okay. We'll keep on going. I'm curious which models you guys and gals all decided to pre-order. I think there was a lot of pent-up demand and a lot of people really waiting for the 12 Mini and the 12 Pro Max. And also just, I think more than anything, you all want to get it in your hands to see how it feels for you. So it was an interesting pre-order day for most people. It, they didn't have a problem. Some people did have some hiccups, whether they were using the actual website or their mobile device. But in general, I'd heard that people were pretty happy with the pre-order process there. Okay, so we have that. That was kind of the big news just, uh, I guess, a day ago. But even bigger news is what is coming. The Apple One More Thing event. Set for November 10th, Tuesday at 10 a.m. You know that I'm going to do BTZ's live stream. Really cool. TCL will be sponsoring that live stream. So that means you all have a chance, if you watch and if you play along, to win a 55-inch 2020 TCL 6 Series TV. 
by checking out my live stream and kind of playing along with all the games and activities that I have. Really cool. So that's going to be fun. As usual, we'll take live calls. We'll just have a good time. It's going to be a cool event. And I think this is going to be... I think because we don't know too much of what they're going to do, I'm super excited and fascinated about Apple Silicon. Just This is kind of, I guess we'll call it phase one. Kind of like the MCU because phase two, phase three is going to get crazier. They're going to amp up their support. They're going to get even more powerful chips for things like the desktops. But here we're going to start off what is believed to be portables. There's been a lot of rumors of what machines are going to get Apple Silicon first. There were rumors about MacBook Air. There's rumors about 13-inch MacBook Pro. But the latest report from Bloomberg is pegging that we will see a 13-inch MacBook Air, a 13-inch MacBook Pro, and a 16-inch MacBook Pro announced as the first Apple Silicon Macs at this event on November the 10th. And that 16-inch MacBook Pro, that is a surprise for me because currently the 16-inch is my workhorse. This is my machine that I do everything on. It is my life. It is the it is literally the machine that allows me to do my job. And so I'm curious benchmark wise, we've never seen actual performance from an A14 X chip made specifically for Macs and how that compares to current Intel chips, how that compares to the A14 in the iPhones and the iPad Air 4. I guess ultimately it comes down to how does it match up with the current Intel batch of processors. That's going to be interesting because that's also going to determine whether I make the jump or not and then which apps are supported because they said that they were working on the transition. All the Apple apps are going to be ready to go. They said that Microsoft and Adobe, they featured their apps working with an A12Z chip at their WWDC demo. I'm going to see what happens here, but that's a machine that affects what I do. So I'm super excited and really curious about that. The other thing is that maybe, look, they were giving developers a Mac Mini with an A12Z Apple Silicon chip for testing and development with their apps. We've heard rumors about an iMac. I don't think that's likely to happen. The latest kind of prevailing talk and chatter is that we'll see a new iMac in the first half of next year with the A14T chip, which is safe for desktops. But three MacBook portables rumored to be the showcase at this event. Now, Bloomberg also reports if we're talking about Macs, that Apple is working on a new Mac Pro with the Apple Silicon chip. And because it is a lot smaller, it's a lot more efficient, the report says that it will still be using the same Mac Pro chassis. So we're talking about that cheese grater on wheels, if you get the wheels, but about half the size. And I instantly love this idea. I, have, I was not able to buy a Mac Pro. I mean, that's a lot of cheddar. But also, it being more portable, it being more sleeker, maybe we don't even know how they're going to price these devices. The, the school of thought is that they'll probably price them around the same, but, I mean, it'd be kind of amazing if they were even like 100 or $200 cheaper than the Intel stuff. I don't think they will be, but I'm really curious about cost-wise with them developing this all in-house without having to pay any additional licensing fees. Would Apple actually pass some of that along to us that would be huge if they did i don't know but 
I'm really intrigued to see how this all plays out. Also, it's not just Mac Pro. And the Mac Pro, this is the, the report says this is not coming anytime soon. It says it's anywhere from a year to two years away. But I can't wait to see that thing when it's ready to go. Now, the other thing, the event is called One More Thing. But then I'm wondering, okay, is it just one thing at this event? Or will there be a One More Thing at the One More Thing event? So maybe we get two things. Maybe we get three things. A lot of people, like, I put up a survey, and they were hoping for bold things. People said, oh, I want to see Apple Car. I want to see Apple Glass. I don't... Okay, first of all, I definitely don't think we're going to see an Apple Car. I'd even put it on on the record, and you can all call back to me on, what is this? No, this is a Saturday, November... Is it the 7th? I don't even have my watch on me. Whatever. Whatever day it is, if I'm... I do not think I'll see an Apple Car in the next... 10 years it's probably stupid i said that but you can hold me to that at least if we see one at all my gut says well ugh. actually i should not use the word never i'm gonna stop myself right there but air tags could show up here i mean we know that they've been kind of sitting on them it would be a little odd to pair air tags with a macbook pro announcement and an apple silicon announcement i think if they really want to stay on point and on brand they focus on the new generation of Macs but we can't forget it's holiday season and air tags to show them off to show hey these are going to be great to work with your iPhone and your iPad your new MacBook Pro because the software is there you can look it up I hope they announce air tags we've been waiting for what a year two years maybe now for them we know everything about them I just want to see them released there's also been rumblings about the AirPods Pro, sorry, the AirPods Studio kind of semi-pro noise-canceling headphones that have been rumored. We've seen renders, we've seen leaks, we've heard details all about them, basically incorporating AirPods Pro type technology, noise-canceling, ability to detect when they're on your ears versus on your neck. Also, the ability to Basically, not it won't matter which direction you put them on. A lot of times, if you use over-the-ear headphones like I do, you're always looking which side is left, which side is right. That's not supposed to matter with this. Supposedly, there were rumors that there'd be some customization with the ear, kind of the uh, ear pads, and then also the top of the headband. But latest reports have said that that's not happening. But AirPod Studio may not be 100% ready, but could they tease them? Maybe. Some of you asked about Apple TV. I don't think we'll see Apple TV at this event. I mean, we, we've we heard that things are in development, but I don't really expect to see any type of actual Apple TV. Without a doubt, the no-brainer has to be Apple Silicon Macs, maybe AirTags, maybe AirPods 2. That's even a longer shot. Maybe they surprise us and give us something totally new. I, I think they this is also a time for them to officially announce, and hopefully they have everything lined up before the holiday season, the Apple One service, which they recently activated for you all to pre-order if you want to um you can actually go into the settings of the um i believe it's the itunes app to to set that up if you're interested in the apple one service that included things like apple music apple news icloud storage space um apple fitness plus was part of it so some of those services that kind of build out the ecosystem when and the plans make a lot of sense for families but Maybe we see that here because they had announced that the Apple Fitness Plus service would be available by the end of the year. And this sounds like it's going to be their last keynote. So 
They've got a little house cleaning to do. They've got a lot of things that they can still drop on us at any time. That's that's why this might be the most intriguing event for me because I think we're going to see a lot of new stuff. I mean, let's talk about even just the Macs that they're announcing, Mac laptops. There's no confirmation that this is happening, but we've heard rumors about mini LED displays for the longest time. We've heard rumors about uh, potential 5G antennas and laptops for years now. I mean, this could, if this is really their new platform, I I would hope they would just do more than put an Apple Silicon chip in it. I'd hope we get new improved displays. I hope we get a new antenna. I think to make it significant and exciting, that's what you got to do. We'll see. All right. Thanks again to Indeed for sponsoring this video because resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties. It's as crucial in business as it is in health. And if you're in charge of hiring, it should be in every job description, whether you're ready to make your next important hire or need some rehiring tips, Indeed is here to help. Now, Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it and fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash AppleBits. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash AppleBits. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. All right, back to these stories and everything that's going on. Uh, another kind of big nugget of news. A lot of software updates coming, but kind of the biggest news, at least from the developer side, Mac OS Big Sur finally reached release candidate to developers to access. And why is this important? Well, the release candidate is basically kind of that last step before they roll it out to the public. And so this is exciting if you're someone who's looking at Mac OS Big Sur to put on your machine. It's coming soon. And logically, you got new Macs. You get new Mac OS Big Sur. This all is coming together to time perfectly with November 10th. So my hunch is that we should absolutely expect to see macOS Big Sur at that keynote, and then we'll get a release date. Who knows how many days with, but probably really, really soon around that time. And also just get it rolling out on people's machines today. I think the big thing is remember last year they did Catalina, and there was a big transition to supporting 64-bit apps, and so there's a lot of legacy apps that may not have been compatible and people didn't update. I think if you're still in that group of people, even though I love Mac OS Big Sur, if you don't have crucial apps in the creative process or whether it's whatever your profession and background is, there's no need to do that update yet. But for most people that use all the major apps and aren't really doing kind of very specific niche stuff, Mac OS Big Sur, I love it. I have it on a machine. I love how clean it is, and it is just begging to be a touch screen OS, but we'll see what Apple does with that. We will eventually get there. Also, Apple released iOS 14.2. 
Now this is going to be important because well, iOS 14.2 and iPadOS 14.2, you bring out finally the new emojis. Get ready for this. Hold on. You might want to take off your headphones. Let's get ready to emoji. I cannot wait. I actually didn't update my phone because I've been traveling. I haven't had time to like, I know this sounds bad, but I didn't back up my phone yet. And until I do that, I'm not going to put the new OS on it. And someone's like, why don't you use iCloud? I think you guys and gals all know I don't back up to iCloud. I do a physical backup because I'm old school like that. Hey, old habits die hard. So they released that. Not only do you get the new emojis, there's a ton of other things. There's eight new wallpapers that have both light and dark mode versions in iOS 14.2. Um, the magnifier can now detect people nearby and report their distance using the LiDAR sensor. Now remember like the, uh, which uh, the camera app, if you can, if you turn it on, you can actually see people's height. Now it also can detect distance. There's optimized battery charging for AirPods, so that helps slow the rate of battery aging by reducing the time your AirPods spent fully charged. The headphone audio level notifications to alert you when audio level could impact your hearing, that's there. New AirPlay controls to stream entertainment throughout your home. This is another big one if you're a HomePod owner, which I know not many of you are. But the intercom feature now supports HomePod, HomePod mini, iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, AirPods, and CarPlay. I cannot wait to get back home and try that out. Also, the ability to connect HomePod to Apple TV 4K for stereo, surround sound, and Dolby Atmos audio. That's another catch. I'm uh, Not another catch, but another feature here. And then last option to provide statistics about the exposure notifications without identifying you. That's the new API that was built in um, to help out apps related to public health authorities. If you wanted to uh, kind of be involved in that and, you know, it's the winter season. There's a lot of experts saying that they're expecting it to be kind of a very peak time. We've already seen the most cases of COVID happen, I think, in the past few days back to back. So just stay safe out there, everybody. It ain't political. Just wear a mask, y'all. So iOS 14.2 and iPadOS 14.2, you might have seen the updates. You might have updated yourself already. They are available. Also, 14.2 software is there for the new HomePods. I talked about the intercom, but this is kind of some of the other features. If you ask Siri using the magic word, what's my update? You can get a personal snapshot of your day that includes news, weather, traffic, reminders, and calendar appointments. You get the intercom feature, which I talked about earlier, and then you can connect your HomePod to TV, Apple TV 4K for either stereo, surround, or Dolby Atmos audio. You obviously would need to add a second HomePod to um, get that more immersive sound, but it is an option if, and I know there's some people that did buy multiple HomePods or maybe you're looking to get another one. I'm really excited about just playing around with the HomePod mini intercom stuff. So, but I know all you people that have Google stuff like, uh, Brian, I already have that. I don't even care. Apple also released watchOS 7.1, includes a fix for uh, unlocking your Mac that had some issues. The ability to be notified when your headphone audio level could impact your hearing as well. Added support for ECG on Series 4 or later for Korea and Russia. Add support for regular heart rhythm notifications for Korea and Russia. So, little tweaks there, but a lot of software updates rolled out. Now, this may not be a software update, but a software addition or a comeback. 
And when you when I say comeback, who do you think I'm talking about? Who what what is the biggest software app or maybe game that might want to come back to the iOS platform? If your brain said Fortnite, ding 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 ding. You're right about that because Fortnite is planning to return to iOS, but it's not the same way that you think. It's expected to be coming back via the NVIDIA GeForce Now streaming service. The plans would allow it to play on iOS and iPadOS through their GeForce Now cloud gaming service that would be done in Safari. So it's accessed through the browser. It works on Safari and iOS and iPadOS and kind of their key title that they're bringing back on board looks to be Fortnite. Now remember, Apple removed Fortnite. They had their back and forth beef. Epic Games kind of anticipated that. They have an orchestrated kind of campaign against Apple. They filed a lawsuit. It's still, it's, look, Apple's like, eh, eh, not working. I, it's still kind of being thrown around in the courts, but nothing had changed. Like there was no decision made to say, hey, Apple, you got to let Fortnite back on your store. In fact, the courts had, in a statement, had said basically like, uh, Fortnite, Epic Games, you guys kind of went around this like in a malicious way without good intent. So the whole the whole thing about this that can be tricky is now Apple changed kind of some of the terms of their streaming services and how they can allow a potential game like Fortnite to come back. But there was a trick that or a catch that people weren't talking about. You would still have to get each game individually approved. And so I'm not exactly specifically sure because they haven't detailed how the NVIDIA GeForce Now subscription service will be able to go around that or get Fortnite approved in order for that to work. We don't know. But California judge did deny the preliminary request for a preliminary injunction that would have allowed Fortnite back in the App Store. The actual case is due to go on trial in May. All right, I'm going to give you, I saved this for later because we don't always want to hear this right at the top. You want to hear about iPhone 13 news? <laughs> okay, fine. You may not, but you're going to get it anyways. iPhone 13 is expected to come in the same exact four model sizes as the iPhone 12. Pro models will feature a major upgrade to the ultra-wide camera. Now, I guess, yes, it is a, I would say it's an upgrade. I don't know if it's a major upgrade, but... Right now, iPhone 12 models, their ultra-wide camera is equipped with an f2.4 aperture and Apple's five-element lens. Well, the new ones for the iPhone 13 that aren't available yet are expected to be upgraded to a f1.8 aperture and then using Apple's newer six-element lens with an autofocus. And that's going to be interesting because the f1.8 aperture would end up matching the f1.8 aperture of their standard lens, or what Apple calls their wide lens, wide camera. So the ultra-wide camera and the wide camera for the iPhone 13 family, which will be coming in all same sizes, according to this report, which share the same camera aperture. So that at least would help with consistency between the two as well. So that's one of the rumors. I mean, we've also heard, that's the latest rumor about those specific models we have heard the rumors from uh, ross young who's a display analyst it talked about that 120 hertz promotion displays should finally be coming to the next iphone but look the new iphones still haven't come out yet like they're still not out yet also a little sneak peek if you go on the interwebs 
at least on my videos, I can't remember if I mentioned the podcast here because sometimes things are blur. But Apple's AirPods 3, this would be like their new standard AirPods, not the Pros, but their standard AirPods, which are in the second generation right now. Alleged images of the new AirPods 3, the third version of the, I guess let's call it the basic AirPods, have been reported to include like a AirPod Pro-like design. Well, these photos of what is purportedly leaked images of the AirPods 3 show exactly that. Very similar, a little um, more, actually like, let's say a little more cylindrical on the top where the big earbud is. It almost looks almost like a HomePod shape, so it's a little rounder and fatter, but it will have little mini stems according to these images. You can look up online, but AirPods 3, not coming anytime soon, but still coming soon, easily coming next year. Uh, reports are that there will be an AirPods Pro second generation and an AirPods 3 arriving next year all right so look that's all the news that's happening i think we're gonna have a whole bunch of news next week after apple's keynote announcement uh i'm really looking forward to that to see what they do because this is really the first the biggest announcement in a long time that's going to affect apple's entire future it may not be the sexiest thing out of the gates headlines won't be that sexy but i think this is the sexiest announcement from apple this year just the implications of how Apple Silicon Max will be able to, Apple's going to control like what, 80% of everything that's in there. And then specifically the hardware and software optimization. And then you start talking about how they'll be able to use these similar chips in all their devices and talk to each other and create integrations between them and cross-pollination that we just haven't seen. If you're an ecosystem user, you're going to love it. All right, big thanks to our Platinum Apple supporters. Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Lewis, and Eric Cohen, and Atari Koenigsegg at the $100 level. Again, thank you all for your support. I will make sure the next time I travel, I will bring my actual podcast mic with me. I was in a rush. I apologize. So hopefully this wasn't too hard to listen to, but it also is kind of crazy when I hear them. I'm like, wow, the sound in my studio is kind of ridiculous. It's really cool and fun though. but. Thank you for all your support. That's the $100 platinum level. And thank you for all of you for continuing to support me through these crazy times and just allowing me to do this and have a voice in this um, space and be able to trust me to kind of respect that and respect you for allowing me to do this. I mean, I'm, I'm nothing but grateful and I don't work for Apple. I work for you and I work for myself and damn, it's fun. So thank you so much, everybody, for all your support. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is the way to do it, starting at $2 a month or $5, which is like a cup of coffee. It goes higher all the way to those platinum apples, but thanks so much for that. Okay, everybody, I'm just going to wrap it up here. I'm not going to take voicemails because I don't have all my extra system stuff to do that, but we will get voicemails in. You know how to be a part of the show, applebitsshow at gmail.com, applebits with a Z. Send it along, your name, where you're from, what you want to talk about. I think you guys and gals will have so much to talk about after this next keynote because there's a lot of things shaking and maybe 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 i'll let you know what's shaking before i normally get to tell you when it's shaking does that make sense oh it's gonna make sense real soon all right thanks everybody take care be safe we'll talk soon it's the apple bits xl baby peace (laughs) 